0: When you, when you become so invested in one thing, you can't really... I don't want to say you get stuck in it, but you're like, this is me and this is what I do and like, what am I doing if I don't do this? You know what I mean? And I think I definitely went through a stage of that.
1: On this week's episode, our guest is rapping the Storm Free Run team. Team Champion is one of the most skilled parkour athletes in the world. He's the winner of three editions of NAPC, 2018's Apex International, and only ever contestant to finish the Ninja Warrior UK. So he does really stand up to his family name. Now, welcome and enjoy. This is Swapping Shoes with Team Champion. Hello, Team. Hey, what's up? Good to have you here. Welcome to Swapping Shoes. Glad to be here. So your parents are also champion?
0: Yes, it's from my, well, obviously it's from my dad's side. But, um, he, yeah, actually he was talking about the family tree recently and he thinks that we were at one point in Australia, um, like we left, I think we've always been in like the sort of Cornwall area, which is the Southwest of England. For those that don't know, it's kind of a part that's, uh, just the sort of countryside of the United Kingdom. Nobody really goes there. Like people own holiday homes here and stuff, but (laughs) There's not very many people living here. Uh, but yeah, so we we kind of originated from that sort of area, I think as far as you can look back, and we're still here now. But in between, we went to Australia and then came back at some point. Kind of interesting. I don't know where the name comes from though. Are, are they also very athletic? Uh, actually, my mom was a long jumper she was sick she yeah 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 she did athletics uh she was a long jumper and then she did some running after she stopped doing long jump but eventually she was told she had to stop because she'd kind of worn down her knees irreparably Mm. yeah which isn't which isn't good news for myself but uh We'll see how it go. Yeah, man, come on.
1: You know, today, uh, a friend of mine, a muggle, sent me a video from this YouTube channel called uh, Science. Science yeah. channel. And they published a video um, about parkour and how parkour is awesome, of course. But that's not a title, but could be. And the science, uh, like some studies of biomechanics showing how parkour people evolved the technique into having it in such a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. So landings, uh, Kong Vault and Wall Run are the three examples that they showed. And it seems like we can do well. I think, I, I have hope, you yeah. know, that we're going to have some 45-year-old people still training in a nice level. Like Kalum. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure Calum Moderation, <laughs> though, I think, <laughs> you, like
0: uh I feel in the last few years when i when I see oh, I just see impact more when I look at jumps I don't see the jump so much, I kinda just assess the amount of impact that it's gonna be and then decide whether it's kind of worth doing sort of thing
1: so that maybe that's the fut- the pr- progression is uh not to jump further to have more control but to be a very good impact manager yeah
0: pretty much I think <laughs> I think that's what' will save your knees at the end of the at the end of the day.
1: All right, cool. So let's go to Tic Tac. is a uh, fast questions and answers. I say two options and you just pick one of them. All right? Gotcha. All right. So pizza or pasta? Pizza. Tea or coffee? Tea. I don't like either. <laughs> Walls or rails? Walls. Performing or coaching? Performing. Gymnastics or martial arts? Gymnastics. Backflips or front flips? Front flips. Ilabaka or Worslav? Worslav. Nice. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what you do I you have your profile now.
0: Yeah. What does that say about me then? I asked...
1: Not a lot. That's your team champion. And I'm glad to have you here. answering <laughs> <to the team>. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> no, very good. Very good. Now I asked the same... Pretty much the same like uh, 25 options to people. Uh, yeah they vary according to like the style that I know from people so for example to you i asked gymnastics or martial arts because i know you did gymnastics yeah or walls or rails because i know you're very good in both yeah so i was like mm, does he like to swing more than jump or jump more than
0: swing i didn't even think of swings when you said rails all i th- I, imme- <laughs> I immediately thought like um i just pictured like a railing with the bars underneath it like this that's what I saw. What I saw when you said rail. So what about uh, bars, swinging bars,
1: or uh, wall spot? Probably bars then.
0: Probably boss.
1: Mm. You have you have a very strong background in gymnastics, right? I've seen videos of you while during your gymnastics career. Yeah, and it's yeah. Sick because you are actually like a serious, real, really good gymnast.
0: Yeah, for sure. I guess a lot of people that you talk to that say they did gymnastics, uh, probably didn't do it to the same level that I did. Like I was training I certainly wasn't world class, but I was training six days a week, like three and a half hours a day four hours on a Saturday and yeah it was basically my life from the age of you know 10 till I stopped when I was about 21 I think Whoa. so I did it for about 12 years 21 yeah how old are you
1: now 26 and but you're you're tall dude like 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 183 yeah 100, 183
0: 184 something like that yeah <laughs>
1: Sick, man. Uh,
0: yeah, in gymnastics, it's better. It's definitely usually seen as an advantage to be short and maybe it worked against me that I was tall, but when you when you become so invested in one thing, you can't really... I don't want to say you get stuck in it, but you're like, this is me and this is what I do and, like, what am I doing if I don't do this? You know what I mean? And I think I definitely went through a stage of that. But actually... i'd I'd say the last like two or three years of the my kind of gymnastics career was probably the most enjoyable interestingly even though i had gone through a stage of being like i don't know if i really enjoy this but i'm just doing it anyway just going through the motions but yeah the last few years i i really enjoyed it and i don't have like i didn't leave thinking god i'm happy i left it was just like i just kind of stopped because i moved on to doing more parkour stuff
1: oh cool and how was this transition yeah of of gymnastics to parkour were you doing parkour while you're doing
0: gymnastics already yeah so for i think i started parkour when i was about 18 and i was still training you know six days a week at this point so i would just do parkour occasionally at the weekend with ed or or you know my other friends and then uh Occasionally, I would pick up little injuries that made doing gymnastics more difficult. So, And at that time, gymnastics was more, more of a priority. But over time, I think it started to just slowly shift to wanting to do more parkour. And then in 2015, actually, I went travelling. Uh, initially, went to China to do like an ex-warrior competition thing with Toby. And then from there, continued travelling and went around Australia and stuff and actually bumped into, uh, like, Yannis Schauer and a bunch of his German Mm -hmm. friends and travelled around Australia with them. And in this whole time, obviously, because I was travelling, I wasn't doing any gymnastics, so I just kind of started doing parkour. And when I got back home, I was just like, "Okay, I'm just going to do parkour now and didn't do gymnastics anymore. Mm. And that was it. Cool. Very nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, And you were saying about this uh, thought of sometimes you do something so much and it's so much part of your life that you're afraid that you might become it, like become this thing. And that's pretty much who you are. Like you are team from gymnastics. Aren't you afraid of becoming the team of parkour also? This thought doesn't happen.
0: Yes, but I don't... I try not to put the same sort of... Or more recently, I guess I try not to put that expectation of like, I'm Tim and I need to be, you know, really exceptional at parkour or something. I'm just, I'm Tim, I like to do parkour, but I also like to do other things. So I spend a good amount of time skateboarding now and like just doing other hobbies, I guess. For instance, yesterday... The weather was all right, like maybe it was going to rain and I thought, oh, maybe I'll go train. But then really, I just wanted to go and skate. And maybe a few years ago, I would have gone, no, I need to go and train because I need to progress. And like Mm -hmm. parkour is my thing and I need to do this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, yesterday I just went, no, I'm going to go and skate because that's what I want to do.
1: Do you think that this difference is really uh, something that attracts you to parkour so much? Like Because maybe on gymnastics, you had... It was an institutionalized sport and you have this kind of obligation and a schedule of training Mm. and in parkour you just do as you want
0: yeah the difference is that i'm in charge of the training i guess no i've not got somebody telling me that i should be you know doing this for three hours and then this for three hours i just i get to choose myself but i guess coming from gymnastics it makes you think uh in a certain way so when you get to parkour you're like okay uh the system has to be kind of similar to what i've just done so i should be training like you know six days a week or whatever but did you find the balance
1: of like a turning this uh obligation into just discipline because yeah, i think it can be very beneficial the discipline you can you learned from from gymnastics to put in your parkour training because you seem to me like a very disciplined tracer
0: for, absolutely, it's beneficial. If you want to progress at something, you need to do it more. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get and the faster you're going to improve. But uh, I don't want to... I guess I also don't want to kill it at the same time. Like, I don't want to get to a, a place where I, I'm being disciplined, but I'm not enjoying my training, you know? You can be disciplined and then still enjoy what you're doing, but if you're really just forcing yourself to do something, then... It really yeah. saps the fun out of it sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, another part of it, of this gymnastics background, together with we're gonna leave it behind now. We're gonna go just to parkour. But together with your name and together from what I know about you, you go to parkour competitions and you just destroy them all. You win everything, and you win Ninja Warrior because I didn't know it was possible. I never, I never heard anyone winning Ninja Warrior, and you go and you win it too. Very good. And your name is champion. <laughs> what? Yeah. A, what a coincidence. <laughs> but the point is, uh, do you? Are you a very competitive person, or you just do it because it's an opportunity? are you? What is competition to you?
0: So when when I was doing gymnastics, I really I think like 90% of the time, 95% of the time, I didn't enjoy competition. I really I wish I wish there was just kind of a system in gymnastics where you could just go and learn skills. So you just learn new moves and then, you know, kind of be stuck that you've learned something new instead of you have to work towards the competition. This is what you need to do. Um I definitely enjoy competing in parkour competitions more than gymnastics um, and I also probably continued competing in parkour competitions because I did well perhaps if I did my first one and I did really badly maybe I'd say oh it's not for me yeah I don't want to do this it's, <laughs> you know what I mean but because I did really well it's like okay this is something that I should do because I'm good at it I don't know mm-hmm. so I just continued to do it like It was uh, a friend, a good friend of mine, Tom Taylor, movement power on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, was helping me out with like conditioning and stuff. So squats and writing me programs and things like that. And he said, Oh, I think you'd be, I think you'd do really well in like a skill competition that they have at NAPC. And I was thought, yeah, okay, like, I'll go and try it. And then literally ended up winning the first one that I did. So I thought, okay, I'll I'll continue doing this. But I was never, I never found that much success in gymnastics. So it was a little bit surprising when the first kind of major international competition I did, I ended up winning it. I remember thinking, okay, it'd be nice to get into the final. So I had like a goal of, okay, I'll try and get into the final, but I just ended up winning it. And it was a bit, I also had a strange feeling of I was like, well, that wasn't even the plan. So what do I do now? I thought, okay, <laughs> this is something I'm going to be working towards now, you know? <laughs> like I can I can kind of angle my training towards improving and trying to move up the rankings in this competition, but I just ended up eclipsing it and being like Okay, it's, I, so I don't really know what's, what's next. You need to keep the title? Yeah, that's it. But the game never ends then, does it, I guess?
1: Otherwise, you're gonna start, people are going to start to call you Team X Champion. Yeah, Team yeah. Vice Champion. But
0: then the, once you're at the top, the pressure is always there to continue being at the top. It's not like if I came third or fourth, it's like, okay, I'll try and get first this year. And it doesn't matter if maybe I do a bit worse. But then it's like, I need to, I need to win, you know?
1: But do you feel pressure? Do you feel, yeah, pressure? I feel the pressure? Do you feel this pressure? sure and you you handle it nice
0: i guess i guess if i'm still if i still do well in the competition it could be seen as handling it well but i feel i really feel the the weight of the pressure and stuff right up until the point when i'm actually competing so when i'm doing the parkour i feel fine because it feels like i'm kind of just trying challenges you know but right up until the moment of competition i feel like incredibly nervous and a lot of pressure and all that stuff
1: which one was your favourite competition oh, up to your date?
0: Probably my first NAPC, just because it was so the win was so unexpected, you know. So I was just super stoked on that. And yeah. That one for sure.
1: <laughs> and okay. How is your body now? How is your training going during uh this weird year?
0: Um pretty good. I I've been struggling with tendinitis in my left knee for Well, since November 2018, I went on a trip to I went on a trip to Rome. The spots in Rome are amazing, by the way. So everybody should should go when they have a chance. Um, But I started to feel like a little bit of a pain in my knee. And I came back and I saw like a physio. And he said, no, no, it's, it's probably fine. It doesn't seem like tendonitis. And I thought, oh, sick, okay, then I just carried on training. And then of course, it developed into tendonitis, and I had it for a very long time, like up till, well, just even a couple of months ago, I was still suffering from it. And then I started doing uh, some decline squats. So you have like a board that you stand on that's angled downwards. And then you put your foot on that and then you do single leg decline squats. So just to sit down on something behind you and they improve the health of my tendon a lot and like, the The pain has really massively subsided, but it seems like it caused some some other issue in my knee, so I need to get that sorted as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it fix one and get another problem sort of deal, but uh, training <laughs> yeah, in general you is, find is the good. Balance. Yeah, yeah, training is going well. Like as soon as I as soon as my knee started to get better as well, I just the motivation was flooding back. You know, it's it can be hard to be motivated when you're injured. But mm-hmm. as soon as it fixed, I was just like, like oh, I remember what this feels like. This is amazing. Like I'm doing all the jumps, everything. I don't have to worry about taking too much impact, etc. Mm. So, yeah, it was uh, it was good. But then that was a bit short-lived because it set it back a bit because I got really excited and just started throwing impact at my knees again.
1: And you're going to train today?
0: Yeah, actually, I'm going to try and film uh, another little Storm Instagram video. That's what me and Edda... Uh, doing at the moment with storm so i'm gonna go out perhaps in like an hour and a half and do some training hopefully with somebody else but it could just be a solo session however 2020 has been like the year of solo sessions for me and the more i do i think the more i enjoy them to be honest
1: they're nice right? yeah it's different yeah, yeah yeah for sure i like them because uh for me it's just training it's my rhythm and if I'm working on something, I can just keep on trying and my mind is just in that place. And there's also not a lot of pressure on uh, order in line or being on someone else's way or people watching. Yeah. You have to f- find your own motivation from from yourself, not, not like a, waiting for external outputs. So you really need to find this within you. Yeah, I definitely... How, why is it good for you, the solo?
0: I train in a... I think I train in a more sustainable way actually, when I'm training solo, so perhaps because other people are around me, I wanna do the best shit that I can do, you know, but <laughs> when I'm on my own uh i kind of I end up drilling things a lot um I don't know why you, I don't know why I don't drill things when when other people are around uh <laughs> but yeah, when I'm on my own, I tend to just. I have a few things that I'd like to do and then I just do them a lot. And then maybe I find one challenge that is quite difficult for me. And then I'll just chip away at that for a while. And yeah, it's just a, it's a really relaxing kind of way of training when you're on your own. It's nice. I think people should do it more.
1: <laughs> do you think that after this is all over, the whole runner story uh you're gonna implement solo training more into your routine um
0: i definitely won't feel as apprehensive about going out and training on my own so like if there's no one to train with then it's just like okay sick i'll just go on my own i think it'll make a difference in that way but i think i would still prefer to go out with people
1: i hope to train with you man yeah of course uh when it's like on the street we just met like on uh, for the law of movement a couple of times yeah we yeah, never yeah. trained together
0: i want to come to i want to come to lisbon quite badly actually yes
1: yes come it's it's very nice here now we have people from germany they just like oh we have to stay locked down there i'm gonna stay locked down here so yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna go training today and stuff and i met mccrary is also here and Picos from ireland so oh sick a good day of training yeah it's in fun. a bit Thank you very much, team. Yeah. Very big pleasure talking to you, man. Sick. Yeah, it was good to speak to you. Thank you for your time. And uh, I hope you have a great session today. Yeah,
0: you too. Enjoy. Ciao. See you, man. (laughs) See you.
1: (laughs) Thank you for joining one more episode of Swapping Shoes. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thank you also very much for all the messages and love that you've been showing and sending hope to keep on doing more and more of those and it's been a pleasure to me let me know you want to see next and i hope you guys you have a great weekend of parkour or skate or gymnastics or whatever you do just have a great weekend you know what i mean bye bye see ya